Good morning, afternoon, and night to our listeners. This is the Fantasy DGens podcast coming to you from Massey, Ontario, Canada. Um, Represent. Buddy. This is Fantasy DGen Matt speaking right now, and uh, I'm joined by my partner, Fantasy DGen Miles. How are you doing, buddy? That would be me. Uh, yeah, that that is you. <laughs> I'm doing great, Matt. How you doing? I, I'm doing pretty good. Um, good, good, good. We're uh, we're back on the pod on Thursday, uh, August sixth, rather than our regular Monday schedule. We were planning on doing a podcast uh, on Tuesday, August fourth, because it was the day after of the opt out deadline. Well, the original opt-out deadline for the NFL. NFL uh, just wanted to throw some curveballs. Oh, well, yeah. That's so they, they clearly heard that we were going to be podcasting on Tuesday, and they're like, you know what? Let's throw them off a little bit, and uh, let's set the uh, opt-out deadline back a few days uh, to August that's 6th. Just, that's just how it goes, and yeah. we have to. it's something that we have to deal with, but we will adapt and overcome, So and we have. We're coming a little bit late. Later in the week, uh, as we normally do. Um, you know what that means, Matt? That just means we have more to talk about. We have more to talk about. Exactly. We've got a uh, we've got a jam packed uh, agenda for uh, for our listeners. Yeah. Tonight, so Matt. if this episode ends up going a little bit longer than we normally do, uh, we apologize. But also, you're welcome because you get to listen to our beautiful voices for that much longer. Well, I mean. You get to listen to my beautiful voice. Not, not so sure about yours. Shut the now. front door. Uh, okay. The front door is shut. You're lucky this is a PG-13 podcast. Otherwise, I would have said other words that would have really hurt you. I'm hurt by the thought of that. No, you're not. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we got a little bit of gambling news to get to. Okay, so uh, a little, first of all, first thought, uh, first thought I want to make about, or comment I want to make about this gambling news. We were initially supposed to record on Sunday. When I was on an absolute heater. Yes, you were. If you were. any of our listeners have been uh, following um, following the spreadsheet, the the, the, the spreadsheet I've, we've got up on our Twitter uh, page. Yep. Well, I think it's also up on Facebook and not Instagram, but... Um, not Instagram. Yeah, no. But uh, it's on Facebook and Twitter. I went on an absolute heater. So from July 23rd on until the... Uh, pff, I, Jeez, till July thirty first, really. So it's yeah, a solid yeah. week. That, that that is a week. Oh, that is a week. Is that is that seven days? <laughs> That's uh, seven, eight days eight actually. Days, but uh, <laughs> it figure is, it out, Matt. Um, we'll be okay. Um, yeah, I, I I was able to go on an absolute heater and betting some uh, uh, MLB and uh, NHL and uh, it, it, the NBA was okay to me. I'm, yeah, I'm, you you didn't do too bad. Didn't, didn't do too bad. Uh, anyway, I'll I'll I'll, I'll skip ahead. Starting. On the thirty first, so I guess it was seven all days. It was the twenty third to the thirtieth. Okay. Because starting on the on the thirty first is when we Things dropped going we down. dropped a total of thirteen units. Matt knows what my units are. Ooh, it, it's he, he bets more than the average uh, casual gambler. I'd so, say. and and just for, for some of you who aren't uh, too familiar with um, gambling and in, in sports, a, a unit would be your average bet. So Correct. if if you're if if you're just starting off, your unit might be ten bucks. Yeah. So when 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 you when I say one unit, for some people it might mean ten dollars. For miles, it means a little bit more than that. We we won't get into that. Okay. Anyways, moving so on. So we we ended up uh, after being up sixteen units after that first week. Sixteen units. So I mean, hey, follow this spreadsheet, guys. It is doing some wonders. We're back up after the. Uh, I mean, the heater ended, but it was, it was only three days. There was a there was a there was sharp a, downfall there, after. There were, there were there were. I decided to post uh, how well he was doing on Twitter. Eight, there were eight days without a loss, without a losing night, and and that's on there. You'll see the the the, the daily total uh, of the uh, total won or lost units, and you'll see that there's only four days in the last uh, two uh, two and a half weeks where uh, we've actually come out. In a negative, so yeah, that's true. We've the heater's over, yeah, but we're we're still bringing in some. Yeah, some you're, dough. you're bringing it back too, and yeah, so you had a couple days in a row where, uh, after I had posted on Twitter of how well you did, that uh, you weren't doing so well. You had a, you had a couple nights yeah. there where uh, 
And in, in, you in, lost a couple. Of units. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you a funny story. I was um, shout out to uh, shout out to Jen, uh, <laughs> my my, uh, my girlfriend. I was on. It was actually the thirty first, and I told her, I said, you know what, Jen, I don't feel good about a single one of my bets tonight. I I I, I listed them all there. I said the only one I feel okay about was the Bucks uh, as a Milwaukee Bucks against the uh, Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. Um, I said otherwise. I don't feel good about a single one of these. And she's like, well, why'd you bet it? Right? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, cause I'm a degenerate. <laughs> Get it right. Yeah. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on the, on the whole slate, uh, MLB, NBA. Um, and this was, this was before NHL, the day before the NHL had started on the whole slate. I didn't like a single bet on there, but you know what? I had to, I had to do something and I did. And um, I lost all but one of those bets <laughs> that night. The only one that did uh, prevail for me were the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's back and forth yeah. all the time in the gambling community. It's, yeah, it's not good. And then by by August second, yeah. you, you can see I made a couple aggressive bets on the. Oh yeah, uh, there are two NHL bets: uh, oh, Leafs and yeah. Vancouver Canucks. Um, I did lose in regulation where they end up losing two nothing. They were it was it was a one nothing game yeah. and they had to seal it with an empty netter anyway. That's speaking of the Leafs. Speaking of since the Leafs. we have last talked to you guys, hockey has returned and I think that we would probably lose our maple syrup uh certification if we didn't our maple talk syrup about privileges. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> As Canadians, we have to talk about hockey being back. I mean, it's our national sport. We, we we should yeah we should talk about it a little bit. Uh, we're we're into the playoffs now uh, with some of these teams. Um, uh, well, actually, one one of the one of them already being eliminated. Yeah. R.I.P. New York Rangers getting swept by the Hurricanes. Yeah, I was, I was actually picking the Rangers in that series. They uh, oh, I definitely did not. Really, <laughs> I was Hurricanes. Oh, they swept all the, way. the Hurricanes in the regular they, season. They did, but they've uh, been playing pretty well. You know, against the, them. the storms, the storm surge will prevail. Yeah, well, they did. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, they uh, they did. I, you know, I'm at and uh, a little bit extra about hockey here. I, I know it's not our usual uh, topic, but uh, what? How on bad? a fantasy football podcast, <laughs> hockey how, is not our normal topic. How bad did you feel for King Henry? When you I, saw I, him, uh, when you saw him in that last game, in that last he, game, he just had that one moment where the camera panned to him. He's yeah. just full of and sadness and disappointment. The poor guy. Yeah. It, his last game, uh, probably his last game as a New York Ranger, where he spent it's, his entire career, yeah, was on the bench, yeah. backing up uh, Igor uh, Shesterkin. To be fair, to uh, be fair, to be fair, we saw King Henrik in two games before that, and he didn't look good. Um, so I, he, I he do feel solid, bad for him, but it's all game one, but yeah, game, game, game two yeah. was less than spectacular. Yeah. So, so that's, uh, anyway, it's, uh, maybe he hangs up the skates after, uh, after this year, maybe yeah, not, maybe, know. you know what? I, I wouldn't mind seeing him go to a contending team where they can use, oh, I'd, I'd love to, they can use a solid, uh, veteran. Hey, you know what? Like Hank. Carolina has uh, the <laughs> team that beat them. Carolina uh, does, does have, have some goaltending issues some at times. Yeah, exactly. well, they've, got, they've got the two-headed monster there, Mrazic and uh, Reimer. Yeah, but uh, they can be very hot and very Reimer, cold. Reimer actually ended up starting that game three. Yeah, uh, he, he played I was well. In a, I was in a DraftKings uh, contest, and I had Mrazic the whole time in there. And mm-hmm. I just happened to look at the contest about three minutes before the before lineup lock. That's a good thing that you did. And oh my goodness, I you, you should have saw the sweat pouring down my face seeing that Mrazic wasn't starting with Reimer. <laughs> I ended up switching it out just in time. Good for you. <laughs> but it, uh, I, I, I was I, I was a little bit worried for a minute. Um, move, moving on to our next uh, order of business here. So uh, we've after. Uh, uh, well, actually, we had talked about this before. Uh, a couple of our listeners had brought it up to us, but we realized that. Some of our listeners don't play fantasy football. We've got a lot or, of beginners, man. You yeah, know we, I, we I do. like that. I, so do I, actually. I, I think that it's a good time for them to come in and start listening uh, to some fantasy football advice that we give. And we just want to go through some of the basic terminology that we do use on the podcast because there was a little bit of confusion from uh, some of our listeners. So... First off, we want to talk about the different draft types that we uh, do. So, so for some of you more uh, more seasoned uh, listeners, when we say basic, we mean basic. Yeah, very 
basic. Like, this you, is a you're snake probably trap. going to know all of these terms, yes. or most of them at least. So yeah. I I don't condone it, but if you'd like, fast forward for about three minutes, and we'll we'll be back to uh, some good stuff. Maybe five. Maybe five. Yeah. All right, fast forward five minutes. Yeah. But if you want to hear our ter- our takes on these terms, then sure, go ahead and listen. Snake draft. What's a snake draft, Matt? Snake draft is when uh, either a randomized or preset order of draft is selected, and it goes uh, from uh, back back and forth uh, between rounds. So in the first round, you'll have team one picking in the first slot, team two picking in the second slot, and so on and so forth. And then come the next round, it will go opposite. So the last team that picked in the first round will pick first in the second round. So And then it goes back and forth like that throughout the rounds. So what you're telling me, Matt, is that when I have the number 11 or 12 pick, I can make a pick and have two top 15 players on my team? That is correct, Miles. So that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, you, you, However, you you've got your advantages. You don't get the top of the top guys. No, but I've got two top 15 players. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's pretty darn good. Not bad at all. Uh, the next type of draft that we want to talk about is an auction draft. It's not super common in fantasy football, but there are leagues that uh, do have it. So in this type of draft, uh, you're given a budget uh, during your draft to spend on players, usually 100 to $200 of imaginary money, mm-hmm. uh, draft money, as you might call it. And uh, as players are put up for auction, you get to bid on them. And then the person with the highest bid after uh, the time runs out ends up getting that player. So making sure that uh, you save enough budget for uh, depth guys uh, while still trying to get a lot of the uh, the good guys at the beginning is important for that. We don't participate in any uh, leagues that have an auction draft, and we're not... I've, d- I've done some, uh, some I've done some mocks. mocks. Yeah. yeah, I've done some mocks. It, yeah, it's not something that uh, either, either of us do a whole lot. Yeah, I, uh, what, one, one little piece of advice, though, I will give is don't think of your... Um, your money and the the amount you're putting on players don't think of it as a dollar amount think of it as a percentage of what you have exactly and you know what same goes for your fab or your yeah. uh, or your free agent acquisition budget we're gonna get to that we'll get, in a we'll little get to bit. that shortly so so when we talk about fab waivers and fab budgets uh, you'll know what that means so next is the linear draft this is typically only used in dynasty formats uh, which we'll get to in a little bit. Oh, we're, I, I have some talk about Art Dynasty League, Matt. We've had a very busy week. We have. In quite Art a, quite a few uh, trades that have gone on. So linear draft is just the, maintains the same order through each round of the draft uh, unless you're trading uh, some of your draft picks. So uh, in each round, team one will pick first overall in each single round, and team uh, 10 or 12 or however many uh, teams are in your. It's league. essentially how the uh, how the NFL runs. Yeah, their draft exactly. Anyway. Next, we want to get to some of the different league types that we play in. So first, the redraft league. This is where all players are available. Nobody's being capped on teams. Uh, usually, the draft order is randomized and snake draft. Uh, I, I've never seen a linear or well, no, some, I've, sometimes auction I have, draft. I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen a linear uh, redraft league. Uh, no, yeah, I, there's, it, there's definitely been auction dra- auction drafts. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, Snake is definitely the most. Uh, yeah, so I, you're just picking players based on your rankings, and um, yeah, you're trying to build your team uh, from the ground up and only playing for one season. Yeah, you, you got you got a different team every year, so you know it, it's it's neat. Yeah. Um, we actually. Uh, <laughs> We lost a redraft. Uh, leave re- leave yeah. yeah, and uh, just because of COVID, just it's COVID concerns, I should say. Yeah, COVID concerns uh, led oh. the. Uh, oh. oh, oh, sorry, crispy boys coming out. Okay, all right. Oh, uh, let's, anyways, let's take a moment. I, I think I, I was Stop taking it. a moment to admire that. Keep, keep uh, going, but I, I'll continue here. Um, shout out to our buddy Jordan here, who uh, who ran this league. Uh, Ten, uh, it was only a, it was a ten ten team, ten team. standard uh, standard league, standard which I scoring. won last year. No big deal. Yeah, <laughs> I, actually, I won back to back years before that. So yeah, it wasn't bad. <laughs> last year was the first year that I actually I, I just barely squeaked into the playoffs, but it wasn't good. Anywho, yeah, shout uh, out sh- Jordan sh- for being a pussy this year. Meow. <laughs> 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 anyway, 
um, we lost that league, so uh, Matt's decided to uh, start up a um, Kickerless Paradise League. Yes. And you know what, Matt? I think we should open up this Kickerless Paradise League to some listeners. I'm down. So um, we're, I, I think if you... Uh, we'll be posting it on our t- Twitter yeah, page We'll tomorrow. post the link on, the, on, on Twitter um, at some point. It'll be on. The, by the time you listen to it, the, this podcast, it'll, it'll, probably probably, it'll probably be on there. But I think we open that up to... Uh, to our listeners yeah, we got um, we got one friend who's uh very new to fantasy football who's listened to a couple podcasts who wants to join so we've uh, reserved a spot for him but there are going to be nine other spots available there to will be there will be a buy-in um it oh, won't be it won't be a huge amount twenty dollars 20, 20 bucks there you go we're gonna do a twenty dollar winner like playoff winner take all uh listener league slash our friend uh roy <laughs> who's just new to fantasy football who won't be a threat i hope um, and yeah, we're we're gonna open it up to the listeners and uh, hope to show you why uh, we started a podcast and probably beat your asses. <laughs> Darn right, we'll beat your asses. <laughs> hey, we can say asses. I said PG PG thirteen the last episode, right? That, that is true. Yeah. And uh, well, we 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 actually are uh, in, a, in the process of uh, getting set up with Apple Podcasts, and they they require that we are not. Uh, uh, vulgar vulgar <laughs> on uh on this yeah. specific podcast so moving on to the next type of league we got keeper leagues so keeper leagues are uh basically they're very similar to redraft other than you keep one to four players normally uh from your team from the previous year so that uh you can help build up your team if you've got like young guys or really good players you can keep those guys on your team uh, to help you out for the following year gives you a bit of a head start for the next exactly. year. Exactly. You know well, if you, if you had a good team last <laughs> year, there there's some teams in uh, our keeper league that do not have very good keepers. No, it, it, I feel bad for those folks. Um, other other comment about the uh, keeper leagues is you can uh, some some of these keepers come associated with a round value. Yes. In uh, in how they're picked. So um, you know what I, I let's say I drafted. Um, uh, who's who's a good example? Lamar My, Jackson say, in the ninth. I drafted Lamar Jackson in the ninth round. Ninth round last the ninth year. Ninth round. Ninth round last year. Good one. <laughs> in the ninth round uh, last year. Yeah. Um, so you know what that means? I get to keep him. I in get the, to keep him in the ninth yeah. round this year. Yeah. So that's beneficial to you. Very you. beneficial to someone who who took Lamar Jackson as a as as a flyer really yeah, last year no one knew what to expect in from him. this year's draft he's he going in the, the second or he's third going round. in the second round in a lot of drafts exactly so if you get to keep him in the night oh leafs just scored let's go baby okay anyways <laughs> we so, are we are recording this during game three of the uh leafs and, and uh, i'm Blue a Jackets, huge uh, leafs fan so let's go <laughs> william nylander i think tipped that in let's go baby <laughs> So, so uh oh yeah let's go <laughs> when, when you're doing these um when you're when you're doing these keepers and and you have a round associated with the uh, keeper you can save a lot of value oh, uh, tons. on like like the example you gave is it's yeah lamar jackson definitely went in the ninth tenth round of drafts last year oh yeah so exactly. guess what people are very satisfied in keeping him in the ninth round this year now uh, the, there are other leagues which will put a uh kind of a uh, an additional round or two to that uh, ninth round value kind of thing, so that way you're not keeping the same guy year after year yeah, in the I've, same round. Yeah, I've seen some leagues where they cut it in half pretty well every year. I usually most leagues go like a round or two yeah. before, um, if, if that's what they choose yeah, to do. Of course, there are a lot. I mean, the, all these leagues are super customizable. Oh, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, especially if you get into some of those uh, some some of those software who actually we actually had to pay for. I mean, yes. we we only use the free ones ourselves for yeah. our leagues, Matt. Yeah. And uh, there are some out there like um, I've heard of RT Sports is is a is a leader in yeah. in these drafts and commissioner has total control over everything. Yeah, it's crazy. Right this, this is not sponsored by RT Drafts, but hey, RT Drafts, if you want to sponsor us in the future, Hashtag no free ads. You let us know. Um, we'll send you an invoice uh, just for mentioning you. Moving on to the next type of league is the Dynasty League. So in this league, you are keeping your entire team year after year, and 
simply drafting rookies after your first year. So originally it starts up with a startup draft. You are trying to choose a mix of young players and uh, proven veterans who are going to help your team win championships. Uh, and then after the first year, you get to keep your entire team and then you draft uh, rookies to what's called a taxi squad. Now this taxi squad is separate from your roster. Uh, although these players are still on your team, they don't count towards roster spots. Uh, however, if you do want to promote one of your rookies, uh, sorry, I wanted to backtrack just a bit. You can keep rookies uh, up to two years on your taxi squad uh, without penalty. And then after the two years is up, you have to either promote them or drop them uh, from your taxi squad. And then once you promote them to your regular roster, you have to drop someone else from your team in order to promote them. Uh, so this allows rookies to develop because uh, sometimes it takes a year or two for players to get going. Leafs just scored again. Let's go. Nick Robertson, rookie. Uh, <laughs> sorry to cut that off. Speaking about rookies, Nick Robertson, rookie for the Toronto Maple Leafs, just scored to make us yeah, 3 right. I, was, I was telling you this earlier that I, I did want to bet on the Leafs tonight uh, for that regulation win, but I can't. Too bad you didn't. I know. I It's, it's hard to bet against the Blue Jackets defense. That uh, Wierenski Jones pairing—that's got to be the best pairing in the league. It's Not tonight, good. baby. <laughs> carry Let's go carry on. Tell, tell us some more about some dynasty leagues. So th I think that was basically it for uh, the taxi squad. Uh, other than that, it works similar to any other league. You're just putting players into your lineup. Um, yeah. Usually, the roster sizes are much bigger. Uh, from anywhere from 20 to 30 players well, uh, on your in, team. I'll give you an example here. Um, I, I, I'm actually the commissioner in our um, Dynasty League, um, no loyalty uh, Dynasty football here. Yeah, we've changed platforms three we, years in a row. This is, yeah, so <laughs> we've, this is our third year in this Dynasty League and our third different um, fantasy football platform. We went from ESPN to NFL, and now we found. I think we found a home at Sleeper. Sleeper um, is fantastic. It's, 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 it seems like it's so much more customized. It seems like it's built for Dynasty. They're it's, also not they're, a sponsor. They're a startup. Oh my god! You know what? This platform is great. Sleep. I wouldn't mind. You know what? They're not a sponsor, but I will mention Sleeper as much as I have to because yeah, they've care. given us a a great free software to host uh, a league on, and it's. It's almost built for. It's built for anything. It's oh man, I, I can't talk enough about it. Yeah, anyway, you can customize your league anything, entirely. Anything. And you, it's fantastic. Just do anything you want, any time of the year, and yeah, I'm not gonna badmouth the other. No, no, <laughs> the other sites, but uh, they were less than spectacular in some areas. For sure. So um, uh, in, in this dynasty league, uh, the taxi squads that uh, Matt was talking about, we've actually only got a one year um, taxi squad. So um, any anyone who's not a rookie or a first year player has, does either have to be promoted or dropped. So that yes. just goes to speak to the um, uh, customization that your commissioner yeah. will have, and you'll have different leagues that um, are probably two or three years yeah. that you're allowed to have a taxi squad. What is I, a taxi I, squad, Matt? Taxi squad is where you put your rookies. I just said that. Uh, yeah, but like, let's make it a little bit more simple, right? Like. It's just it's it's just a squad, yes. Where you put your rookies? That's what I said, you yeah. knob. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it, I I like to compare it to uh, to the practice squad actually in the NFL. Yeah, that's, it's similar. That's, that's what I like to compare it to. Anyway, um, I, I guess that's the terminology <laughs> I was looking for from you, but. Um, you kept egging me on, and I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> we'll be it's okay. just a squad where you put your rookies. No shit, we'll Sherlock. Okay, I just folks. said that. <laughs> Moving on to the best ball league, which was what we did last year, last week, not last year. Figure it out, Matt. Um, best ball leagues are the set it and forget it. Uh, sorry, draft it and forget it squad, uh, where you're simply just doing a draft. Uh, you're picking your team, and then you don't have to worry about it for the end, the rest of the season, because uh, you're lineup will automatically be filled with the top scoring players from each week so usually in best ball uh, drafts you usually have about 18 to 22 20 22 slots on your team uh, it'll be set up similar to your redraft leagues all players are available uh, for the draft and then 
you, you, you just draft your team. There's no trading, no waiver pickups, no free agent pickups, no injured reserve. You just draft your team, and whoever performs best week after week will be set into your roster for the week. And usually you're facing uh, another team. Uh, sometimes you do uh, league matchups yeah, based on the league medium, yeah. median. Yeah. Not or even just top scoring team of the week. That's a, yeah. that's a point. I, I've seen that too. And and you know what? That's I I'm I do like mock drafts. Yeah. Um, best ball but drafts. I find these best ball drafts best. are. I think that they're the best way to yeah. do mock drafts. They, they are a little bit different though, uh, and you have yes. to keep that in mind with some players. Your Deshaun Jacksons, your Marquise Browns. Yeah. Players so like you players have those players that'll go be boomer bust. Boomer bust players every exactly. week. Exactly. Uh, usually they're either at the top of the wide receiver, or running back, or quarterback or rankings. They're giving you a, a zero. Yeah. Or they're going to be. <laughs> 63rd in their rankings you know like not going to be relevant at all so as long as you know who your boomer boomer bus players are you'll know um yeah you, you want you, a good you can, mix you can, of you can like pretty safe much trans, players yeah you can pretty much transcribe your uh your your best ball drafts to your uh season-long fantasy drafts provided you know who your boomer bus players are absolutely uh moving on to some of the different scoring formats that we uh work talk about uh their standard scoring uh which is uh, it used to be the most basic form. Of, it really uh, was, but yeah. then it's it's turned more to PPR. I'm all about the PPR Love boys. PPR. <laughs> so PPR stands for points per reception. So basically, it's the same as standard. Uh, you have point uh, zero four points per passing yard for quarterback. Essentially, every twenty five or twenty yards yeah, is a uh, is a, a point, point for your quarterback. Four points for a passing touchdown. Point one yards per rushing or receiving yard. Six points per passing or receiving touchdown. Two points per passing, rushing, or receiving two point conversion. Negative one points per interception and negative two points per fumble lost. Yeah, and a lot of these sites will outline that for you uh, when you're setting it up. So any of you new commissioners out there, um, it'll, it'll it'll give you the uh, your, your basic um, your, your basic scoring formats. And uh, one of the top options you have is either is whether or not to add a points per reception or PPR option. Yeah. Um, you have some leagues where it is a half point PPR, and I'm seeing. I'm actually seeing a lot. Of, a lot of leagues going that way, um, because uh, some some leagues that have been around a little bit longer, I guess, because they want to get back to that um, standard scoring where uh, <clears throat> where where it's um, ah Columbus just so no poor guy. That's three one. We're still <laughs> we're still good. Yeah, so a lot of them, a lot of them like to get back to that standard scoring where it doesn't matter. Like all all those checkdowns, you have someone like Tom Brady. Who loves his checkdowns? He loves using his running backs as um, for those little negative pat- negative yard plays, or those um, I'll, I'll say negative five to five yard plays, where he's just dumping it off to his running back. All right, ask James White. Mm-hmm. Right, James White made a killing last year in, oh, in PPR formats. In yeah. PPR formats, would I draft him in standard leagues? No, probably not. Hell no. no. But if he's gonna get like six or seven receptions in a game. You know, that's six or seven extra points for your team. There are a couple other ways to score points, and, like, this is completely customizable for you. Um, there's team defense scoring where te- teams can gain points for the amount of points that they allow uh, from the offensive team that they're facing. They also get points for uh, defensive or special teams TDs, sacks, interceptions, fumble recoveries, safeties, forced fumbles, block kicks. And uh, if you are playing as an individual defensive player. Gross. I never played in an IDP league. I never would. It's. It seems like it's far too complicated and hit or miss for me. Uh, you it's, can also get some points for tackles and assists. <laughs> that's all I have to say about IDP. Yeah, you don't leagues. like it? No. Okay. Almost as much as I love kickers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of kickers, there are scoring points for kickers as well. Um, most leagues will have three points for a field goal under 50 yards, five points for a ki- field goal 
over 50 yards and then one point for every point after i i, I prefer leagues that just have a just it's three points across the board you've got your it, it's a field goal it's on a scoreboard as three points uh, but or, there or, is or, something or, to like scoring over a 50 yard field goal like that, uh, that that determines whether you're a decent kicker or you're a shit kicker right I, I suppose, Matt, but... Uh, I need to get a graphic up for the shit kicker. I just imagine someone kicking shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be okay, folks. Yeah, okay. Uh, then we also wanted to talk about some of the other positions that we talk about. So flex positions is an additional roster spot where you can have either running backs, wide receivers, or tight ends score points for your team. Uh, most leagues do have flex positions. Uh, some leagues will have receiver flexes where just wide receivers or tight ends can score points and then there's also super flex positions where you can have a quarterback actually slot into that position uh, and usually super flex leagues are they're pretty popular because they're, they're getting more popular now getting, I, especially in dynasty actually yeah. uh, because it, it gives you a little bit uh, extra uh, things to think about uh, during your dynasty team so Matt, our uh, our Warrior Bowl uh, league that's that's yeah. a super flex league, eh? That is a super flex. I'm, league. I'm looking forward to that draft. That's uh, you've got a t- it's also a tight end premium. Yep. So hey, how about you tell us what a tight end premium means? So a tight end premium uh, is usually an additional PPR point uh, or half point uh, that is given to tight ends only uh, for making a reception. So because tight ends, uh, it's not easy to pick. Especially last year. Good tight ends. Last year was a tough year for drafting tight ends. I mean, I, I can't complain. I had Mark Andrews in most yeah. of my leagues, and I think George Kittle in another one. So. I, I, I got lucky with both Everett and Higby last year. And yeah, and Higby, I, Higby so worked Higby out. Came, yeah. He came up big for me at the end of the year. But it's nice. basically just giving you uh, an extra half point or full point for drafting a tight end who gets a lot of receptions so that could be a difference maker in some leagues uh such as the warrior bowl that we're going to be participating in we'll talk about that one a little bit later too yeah but, uh, getting was... back to the different ter- terminology that we want to talk about um we want to move on to some of the waiver systems that we're going to talk about so the first and most common one r.i.p to everyone who's fast forwarded three to five minutes yeah, and realized it's, it's been like it's been 20 like 20 now. or so <laughs> Uh, this is going to be simply a basic uh, fantasy football terminology podcast. We're gonna uh, thanks through. for enjoying uh, and uh, sign off now. <laughs> we'll, we'll rip through the uh, the bottom end of our agenda here, man. Yeah, well, yeah. we still have to get so much through so much news we're and stuff. Almost done the fantasy football terminology here, I and hope. then we're they're going to rip through some news and notes, and okay. then we'll get out to some of your opt waiver systems. First waiver system that's the most common is weekly reseeded waivers. So uh, in most leagues, whoever the bottom team is each week after uh, the week has been played and uh, the seeding has been determined uh, ends up getting the first overall waiver selection, uh, which is usually made on a Wednesday morning uh, or Tuesday night, depending on uh, how your league formats it. And it, it changes week after week, uh, depending on the standings. You know, so Matt, I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm I'm sorry. I'm starting to get tired of those. Uh, I'm not a of fan those of reverse it. standings waivers. I, yeah, I, I um, I th- it, it I think definitely caters to the bottom teams. It, it does, and I I think in redraft leagues, it's it's good to have. Yeah. But in keeper and dynasty leagues, it's better to have a fab system, which stands for free agent acquisition acquisition budget easy for you to have say. another one matt easy for you to say so the fab budget is usually between hundred dollars and two hundred dollars and this is just uh fake money that's yeah. within your league this is much much like your uh auction drafts where you get that 100 yeah exactly so you you get this budget to spend on waiver acquisitions so every week after or even some Leagues have daily fab waivers. I'm out on daily fab. Oh man, I'm I'm actually starting to warm up <laughs> I am to them. Out, but like, see the thing with daily fab, uh, it means that who if like breaking news happens for a player or something. You like know, that. it might it might be a little bit more profitable this year just because of COVID. Because you can have a player exactly. test positive for COVID an hour, eleven o'clock Eastern. 
Yeah, exactly. Right? You have your game starting at 1 Eastern and 11 o'clock Eastern. Oh, crap. So-and-so tested positive for COVID. Exactly. All right. Uh, now My you have whole wallet going in on this yeah, person. You have to scramble. Right? <laughs> Can you imagine if that, you know, the whole Damian Williams opt-out? Can you imagine if, I, I mean, Clyde Edwards-Hillary wouldn't have been a free agent anyway. But, no. But I guess that's a bad, bad example. example. That's a bad example. Move I, on. I, I'm going I'm to take that back. Yeah. Well, getting back to the We'll fab, move on. You have this budget, which you can spend on waivers weekly or daily uh, to bid on players that you want to add to your team. And I'd, I'd say the majority of you do know what waivers are. Um, after every week or day uh, of the NFL season, uh, you have players who played in games that are put on waivers. Um, and if a player has performed well during their week, uh, they will likely be well sought after. So rather than just the first the person on the waiver priority list getting that player, uh, if they make a bid for him, it's dependent on how much you actually want to spend for this player. So usually top end players, you'll use a certain percentage of your budget to get That is, that is the them. number one piece of advice yes. that we Don't can give. Don't look at the dollar amount. Look at the percentage mm-hmm. of yeah, your that's total That's the number budget. one piece of advice we can give uh, when it comes to fab well, fab waivers and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and even draft uh, auction drafts. Don't think of it as a dollar amount. Think of it as a percentage. Mm-hmm. So you can have someone like, let's say... Juju Smith Juju Smith Schuster, easy for me to say. Yeah, I have another one. Who will go for uh, about in a draft, twelve to thirteen percent of your, even twelve is probably at the top end of the, That's the top end. Yeah, yeah. Of, of your uh, of your budget. Usually, you're looking at right. Like so early round guys. Because when we speak in percentages, it, it it all applies the same. I mean, twelve percent of a hundred is twelve bucks. Oh, is it? Yeah. Good. And then twelve percent of two hundred. I'm glad bucks. that you can math. I can math, right? So uh, it's if you're in a um, if if you have a a two hundred dollar auction budget, we do not want you putting twelve dollars on Juju Smith Schuster. That's a I picked a really bad name. Yeah, to, you you <laughs> did this to yourself. I did. <laughs> R.I.P. Me. <laughs> Anywho, that's that's just what I'm trying to get get around to here is think about it in percentages rather than mm-hmm. in dollar value. Yeah. So we've gone through most of the terminology that we're going to speak about uh, throughout this podcast. Hopefully the few of you who are seasoned veterans who know all this shit already. I'm sorry. Yeah, we we sincerely apologize. But you know what? It's been asked for. Um, We do understand that uh, a lot of our listeners are startup uh, fantasy football well, fantasy football. Oh, I don't want to say fantasy footballers. Players. <laughs> fantasy football players. Again, I'm gonna to have to send the fantasy football. I'm gonna go. I'm going to have to send the fantasy footballers an invoice for mentioning I, that. I'm like banging my head against the mic right now. I'm surprised you can't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't tap it. <laughs> uh, Anyways, okay. that's most of the terminology that uh, we have for you. Uh, if you wanna look at a more in-depth description of it we have posted a blog on our website theffdgens.com and if you do have any more questions uh, about some of the different terminology that we use we implore you to ask them in our comments section or via any of our social media sites so moving on to the next order of business we are participating uh, in the Warrior Bowl. The Warrior Bowl is a 240-team league made up of experts and fans. Uh, so uh, we, we follow into the expert category, obviously, uh, where you're just playing in uh, a fantasy football league uh, against other players trying to win your spot into the playoffs and raising money for charity. So we donated, uh, I think it works out to about 30 bucks Canadian. Uh, I think it's 20 pounds because uh, this is based out of the UK uh, for this um, Warrior Bowl. That goes to charity. Uh, and we're really looking forward to participating in it. Uh, we've got a Superflex League uh, 
in this with a tight end premium. Uh, three wide receivers, two running backs, one tight end, two flex, one super flex, and eight bench spots. No kicker, no defense, no indif- individual defensive player. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm really I'm really looking forward to the to this league. Um, it's it's great having such a having such a big league for such a great cause. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward uh, looking forward to it, and I I, I think it'll, I think it's gonna be a great time. So we're in the Samurai Division of the Warrior Bowl. Uh, we're gonna keep you updated on our status. Uh, draft starts next Wednesday. It's a long draft, so eight hours per pick, uh, or up to eight hours, I suppose. Uh, I, I don't expect most picks to go that long, but I will not be thrilled if I have to wait a week between picks. Yeah, that suck. <laughs> that really suck. I've been uh, in a couple of those since in best ball drafts. Yeah, so. we're we're gonna keep you updated on our Twitter and uh, Facebook feeds, maybe on our Instagram too. We're not on. Instagram we'll do our much. best on Instagram. It's you know Instagram's good for those uh, quick little images there that we're, exactly. we're basically just showing you our tweets on, on Instagram. But exactly, it's it's something. And we're uh, we're looking forward to dominating the samurai division in the Warrior Bowl. If, Pop- if we don't win, I will consider it a failure. Yeah, that's that's fair. If we don't make playoffs, oh man. So top top forty teams make playoffs. The winner, the winners of each division, and uh, the twenty best teams that are not in uh, first place in those divisions. So, anyways, moving on to some news and notes. We have opt outs. So, so many, many opt outs. Sixty seven players, in fact, have opted out of the NFL season. There has been some big names on here yeah not you know what not as many as i thought there not, would be not many huge names i'll nope. say that well i'll get talk more about the fantasy relevance of uh, some of the players that have opted out so the biggest news was chiefs running back damian williams matt he's out clyde edwards hilaire was recently drafted in the first round by the kansas city chiefs running back so uh, the Kansas for, City Chiefs backfield is now the Clyde Edwards Hilaire show. Yes. So a lot of people are looking at him as the top rookie in dynasty drafts. For me, I, I I'm still on the Jonathan Taylor train. Are you I, really? I, I love oh, John I wow. love JT. Now, do you see that picture that they posted on Twitter about him? He looks like a freaking linebacker, man. He's just his shoulders are just massive. He's gonna but, be a you know, big like, bruising back. Like I back. said though in the last episode, any running back in an Andy Reid offense, yeah, like, is going to be so good. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're right. You, I mean, you can make the argument for either one of them. I, I, you, I, you can you, you can think back a couple of years ago with Kareem Hunt. Right? Oh yeah, I mean he I, was a I, I third was, round uh, running back. I, exactly, he was a. Th- I was lucky enough to get Kareem. Hunt. I reached for Kareem Hunt in in our draft that and year. You were so lucky, Spencer Ware got injured and mother <laughs> hucker. <laughs> so so you can think of the um, of this Damian Williams opt out as the uh, Spencer Ware injury that yeah, happened a couple ab- years ago, absolutely. right? And um, back then we were all thinking, oh well, Charkhandrick West, he's. He's there. He could. He could really. He could, he could compete Jordan with Kareem Hunt. <laughs> it's funny now thinking about it. But two, two was that three years ago? Two years ago? Uh, three. Three I years believe. ago. That that was a, yeah, that was a, that was a real possibility. Oh Jordan yeah. Andrew West could actually take over from Kareem Hunt. And then he didn't. But then Kareem Hunt put up forty six fantasy points in week one. Oh, and yeah. it was just it was good right from there. Ridiculous. <laughs> so I I, I I think that's why I'm so high on uh CEH. Yeah, I mean um, I, I've moved year. him up in my redraft. I've seen rankings. him go as early as three in mock drafts. I've seen him go as early as one. I've I haven't seen him go there, as there was one. an uh have an analyst it. draft where he went first overall. I'm out. Yeah, no, not, not no. me. I'll take CMC or Saquon, CMC or, or Saquon, Ezekiel Elliott, or Alvin Kamara, or Dalvin Cook before those guys. <laughs> yeah. Now, now that the whole Dalvin Cook issue is uh, resolved, then uh, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, I wanted to mention that. So Dalvin Cook did show up to camp, camp, much to Miles' chagrin, uh, and to my pleasure because. Dalvin Cook is back, baby. Still on that Alexander Madison train, just so you know. Yeah, I, I will. That I moved he, him back in my rankings. That is, Alexander Madison is a handcuff that I will snipe from the person who needs him. You better not. 
I've I've got Dalvin Cook as one of my keepers in uh, our keeper league, and I swear to God, watch if out. you watch get, out. You, you better take him in like the sixth round or I seventh. Will take round. him in the first round if Doubt. I have to. You will not. <laughs> you will not do that. I'll fight you. So, so some of the other players that have opted out that are fantasy relevant. We've got uh, Devin Funches of the Green Bay Packers. So this bumps up Alan Lazard a little bit. We were kind of debating whether it'd be Devin Funches or Alan Lazard as the wide receiver two in Green Bay. Um, so I think that Lazard that's... was someone that uh, we were targeting late in drafts anyway. Absolutely, we, we, we were trying to and... get him, we were trying to get him last week yeah. in that best ball. Unfortunately, he went around ahead of where we were willing to take him. Yeah. But, but uh, now, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but Devontae Adams has come out saying that he is very excited to see what Alan Lazard can do this year. You know so what? He is pumping the tires. You have, you have Aaron Rodgers throwing the football. He's a pretty good quarterback. He's a yeah. You know what? There's a lot of hate going on with Aaron Rodgers lately, and but he yeah. is a he is he's a top ten quarterback. NFL wise, not fantasy wise. <laughs> yeah, let, let's just clarify. We will clarify that. that. He's he's a top ten NFL quarterback. He loves to throw the ball. I can see the Packers trailing in a lot of games this year. Yep. He's gonna have to throw the ball. So Devonta Adams, he's up there on the draft list. Yep. Alan Lazard, I'm gonna bump him out, or, uh, bump him up a round or two now, especially yep. because of this Funches opt out. Exactly. Um, some other players we have. So many Patriots opting out. Uh, I believe the total count was nine Patriots that uh, ended up opting out of the season, including some major defensive I mean, players. We're, we're not we're not all about uh, the defense here in uh, fantasy football, yeah. but when you're losing someone like Patrick Chung and Dante Hightower, yeah, those are they, serious they, blows to your defense. They are what made the Patriots D yeah. who they were last year, yeah. the and, top scoring D almost of all time. <laughs> yeah, one one of the highest scoring defenses of all time, and they were fantastic. And I've moved Patriots D down in my rankings. And, and it's funny, uh, we had a mock draft uh, a couple nights ago. Um, actually, was that last night, Matt? We we did our oh, mock was, draft was two, two, nights ni- two nights ago, and and I uh, I took the Patriots D as the uh, second D off the board. Sucks in that draft. to suck. <laughs> Obviously, now they're not up there. Well, I mean, <laughs> during the mock draft, Deontay Hightower and. Uh, Patrick Chung were already opted out, so they, that they was were, on you. Yeah, I, 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 idiot. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was ill-informed at the time of the mock oh, draft. I, I was, yeah, it was it was a long tell. day. It was a long day at work. I was on the road. Uh, another <laughs> kind of fantasy relevant player was Marquise Lee that opted out for the Patriots. He was new coming in, just signed a free agent deal from coming from Jacksonville last year. Um, he he could have had a bit of fantasy relevance on the team, but in, I would say in uh, deep, you, deep leagues. Yeah, exactly. You would have been a deeper dive for. You got a fourteen for team, three leagues. receiver, two flex league. Then maybe yeah. Marquise Lee would have been there, but uh, not someone who I've been targeting. Not someone who anyone yeah. should be targeting at all. Um, but you know what, Matt? A lot of these opt outs, I'm seeing that they are almost bubble players who. Yeah, are they're concerned about yeah, getting they're French cut. players. They're French, so they're going to take this opt the guaranteed opt out money oh, exactly. rather than just getting no money for being cut. Exactly. So that's that's what you're, that's what we see in a yeah. lot of these uh, opt outs. Um, there are some significant the players. There are obviously. some significant players. Yes, um, but if if any if any of you do decide to look at all the opt out players, you will see that majority of them are French yeah. players. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say, I'd say a good chunk of them. Maybe not the majority, but... Um, anyways, uh, a couple of Miami Dolphins wide receivers also opted out in Alan Hearns and Albert Wilson. Uh, these guys are depth picks. Uh, we weren't really looking at drafting them in fantasy, but it kind of bumps up some of the other Miami this players. This really opens the door for Preston Williams. Preston Williams, Mike Gesicki, Devontae Parker. Yeah. Uh, this bumps them up a little bit, and it and it gives the opportunity for some of the uh, death players that were maybe behind Wilson I, and I, Hearns. I really, I really do think um, 
PW um, Preston Williams does get the biggest bump here. I know oh, you're not. I know I'd, you're I'd not. So you're too. not too high on him because of the ACL. <sighs> yeah, see, but, like coming off the ACL, and this is actually his second ACL injury. But I, I, I still um, think that he gets I'm the not. biggest bump here with. Uh, yeah, I, I am and, higher on him now that uh, those two have opted out. Uh, yeah. He's definitely going to see a lot of volume in and you that know what? offense. We, in our mock draft that uh, we were just talking about a couple nights ago, he went the 16th round. Like that's. That's pretty late. <laughs> that's late. Like that's yeah, and you if, can if get you some can, tremendous value out of him if he ends up working. Out if you can, you. if you can get Preston Williams in the 16th round, go for yeah. it. Hell, I'd go for him in the 14th round. Yeah. Like he's he, he's he's the wide receiver two there, and he could possibly possibly be the wide receiver one ahead of Devontae Parker. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, and of course, you know, Gesicki's going to get a, a, some of those extra targets oh, there that, uh, that hurt We Wilson. were already projecting <laughs> Gesicki for uh, quite the breakout at the tight end position this year, but this just solidifies him even more, I think. Uh, Gesicki for the definitely s- slot him into your top 10 tight ends. He's easily a. a he's T- in ours. He's in ours, yeah. He's easily a TE1 in all leagues. So I think so. Keep, yeah. keep an eye out for him. Uh, a couple other significant opt-outs. We had C.J. Mosley of the Jets, former Raven. Uh, I, I, st- I still laugh at Matt every time he wears C.J. Mosley jersey. Hey, whatever, he's a good player. And I was really hoping that he would stay on the Ravens forever, but he didn't. So uh, probably a good thing now that he's opting out for COVID. So you can go suck a bag of dicks. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we also had Marquise Goodwin of the Philadelphia Eagles and Travis Benjamin. Bet you haven't heard that name in a couple of years. I haven't heard that name in a little while. You know who he plays for? He, yeah, um, he was uh, he was supposed to start this year with the uh, San Francisco 49ers. He was. Supposed I, I, to. I didn't I didn't expect a whole lot from him oh, no. um, this year. I uh, haven't he... expected much since like 2016, <laughs> where he had that one good year with Cleveland. Yeah, Travis Benjamin hasn't been. Fantasy relevant in quite some time. Nope. <laughs> so moving on to some news that actually just came out today uh, about the re- new eh, Las Vegas Raiders. I don't know what the heck I was trying to go. New New England, New, New England, England, New Orleans, New York, New York, the New York Raiders. Yeah, the New York Raiders. Uh, have another one, Matt. The Las Vegas Raiders offensive scheme, we had their offense coordinator coming out and saying that Henry Ruggs would start in the slot and Brian Edwards would be starting outside, uh, presumably alongside uh, Tyrell Williams. So this leaves Hunter Renfro, uh, who was a, a bit of a breakout last at the end of last year for the Las Vegas Raiders, formerly the Oakland Raiders, um, Kind of in riding the pine, really. Uh, I don't almost see... a no man's land there. And you know what? He took up a lot of. He had a lot of targets last year. Oh, at the uh, end of uh, last year, Hunter I think Renfro he posted... was. He was a solid receiver out of the slot. Yeah, he had uh, I think th- two or three games in a row of like six or seven catches, so hundred yards, and a TD or something. That was like certainly that. a shock to me. Yeah, seeing that uh, with the Raiders, I I did not expect that at yeah. all. I I I was um, Hunter Renfro was one of those players that I I did intend on targeting um in those uh late rounds mid yeah. mid to late rounds exactly, yeah. um just because he's got two slotty quarterbacks in Carr and Mariota whoever it <laughs> whoever two ends up slotty quarterbacks I like that term who, whoever ends up actually starting the games there <laughs> but no matter who it is, like I say they are slotty. They look for those slot receivers. Yeah. And, and if you've again, got a speedster like Ruggs in the slot, you'd hope that he's going to make some defenders yeah, miss. See, he's I gonna... really don't understand that because someone like Ruggs, you just want him to go downfield for that deep ball and land. Yeah, he... but I, I think it makes sense also putting him in the slot. I mean, he he played a bit of the slot in college. He played outside in college. Yeah. He, he's got that skill set. You know set. what it is. It's, 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 this is the Raiders offense realizing that crap. Not a car or Mariota can throw downfield. <laughs> you know what? That's <laughs> we want that, Ruggs that to get the is, ball. That is a fair let's, point. Let's, let's let's give Ruggs the ball out in the flat and let him run with it from yeah, there. Exactly. So expect a if lot of can, uh, expect uh, a lot of wide receiver screens here with Ruggs. Exactly. Tyree Kill 2.0. <laughs> they're praying for to to come towards them. Um, 
Oh man, that's that's something else. Oh well, yeah. um, it is what it is with the Raiders. You know what? You know what I saw today. Sorry, what did you show. see? Mari Cooper expects the Cowboys' receiving core to accomplish a thousand yards from three receivers. I saw that as well. I the, think. I mean, I the last time. Okay, so the I'm last time this, this has happened five times in the history of the NFL. Most recently, twelve years ago, two thousand eight. Larry Fitzgerald, Anquan Bolden, and Steve Breeston with the Cardinals. And uh, were those guys good? Those guys certainly were good, Matt. They were good enough to uh, all have a thousand yards in that oh, one season. Really? Stat of the day from Miles here. All three of those thousand yard receivers had a thousand yards in that season. That's get that's out. Your stat of the day. Stop it. <laughs> so you're, you're kidding. <laughs> what what what, I, what we're getting to here is that. I, I, I it is possible that we see um that, that we see Lamb they, they Cooper have and Gallup three capable receivers they, who can do it. They are. I mean Gallup's going to drop 30 passes this year, but like he's still going to get 1000 yards. <laughs> so that's what, that's the main stat that you are looking for, baby. I'm it's, on the Michael Gallup train. Let's uh, go. We all know you are. Um, it's it's going to be a good year for the Cowboys. I can't see them all getting 1000 yards, yeah. but I thought that was a good uh Good little tidbit to throw out there. So we had a couple of quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks, get put on the uh, COVID injured reserve list. And uh, Gardner Minshew. This was funny. This was hilarious. So Gardner (laughs) Minshew and Matthew Stafford were both put on this COVID list and then taken off within a day or two uh, because turns out they didn't have COVID. Actually, uh, it turns out that COVID actually had Gardner Minshew. He uh, he had the stash going so beautifully strong that and and those uh, jean shorts, those oh, jorts, those jorts, that headband, that yeah. flow, uh, going so strong that it actually scared COVID off. And yeah. it has been uh, self quarantining for the last uh, five days. It's still got nine more days to go before it uh, gets re released into the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> So don't worry, Americans. You are safe right now uh, from COVID. Gardner, Gardner Minshew has your back. Yeah, don't he worry. Has, he has scared away COVID for a couple of days while COVID recovers. Um, and then Matt Stafford also uh, tested positive, but it ended up being a false positive. Yeah, he had and something. He, he had he had had two negative tests followed by a positive test. Followed and by three negative tests. Three more negative tests. Yeah. So, I mean, that's six tests. And one of those positive, so that's... Yeah, six that's... Q-tips shoved up your nose. Oh, man, that looks <laughs> uncomfortable. Digging around in your brain. Yep, you know, that's... Uh, some good good times. I mean, I'll put my own finger up my nose, but I won't put uh, Q-tip <laughs> up my nose, so... <laughs> anyway, anyway... Um, yeah, I'll drink yeah. to that. <laughs> <laughs> sure, let's do it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm always down for... Uh, some drinking? For a bevy or two. Anyways, uh, moving on to some other news, uh, 49ers and Jordan Reed. So excited. Agreed to a one-year deal. An so excited. incentive-laden one-year deal where... I love this deal for both of them, okay? So the Niners have... They love their tight ends. We all know that. Oh, Ross, Ross Dwelly had a couple decent weeks last week heck and right last year <laughs> last year not last week <laughs> yeah really <laughs> what, what was he doing last week <laughs> ah, he was hanging out you over following here, him you know? around yeah he was following me around you know he he wanted to be on tonight's show yeah too bad he's got covid yeah he's got <laughs> oh, gardner man. didn't scare it out of him no if only he was as uh, wonderful as gardner yeah and anyway uh i'm i think this is a great signing for both parties You've got uh, San Francisco, who loves to use their tight ends. Great compliment to uh, George Kittle on the other side. And Obviously moving George Kittle down in our ranking, so <laughs> Jordan Reed's going to take away so many targets. So it moves George Kittle down from number one to number one still because he's not going anywhere in my yeah, we don't. Jordan Reed's not going to affect no, his targets. I mean, he's going to probably take away targets from some of the wide receivers, but I, I don't see him taking away uh, targets from George Kittle. No, not at all. To be and honest, they're they're, <laughs> they're going to use him in two wide receiver or sorry, two tight end sets. Um, a couple of those twelve personnel for yeah. uh, some of you who may know some 
football stuff. <laughs> not not the beginner listeners that we have, but yeah, uh, exactly. Hey, maybe eventually, you maybe beginner eventually listeners, we'll... get out of here right now. <laughs> We're talking to the seasoned vets now. You've had your time during this podcast. Get out of here. <laughs> you had the first forty minutes of this podcast. <laughs> oh man, we've gone, yeah. we went on I, way too long. <laughs> yeah, again, sorry again for uh, for, for those seasoned. Quit listeners. apologizing. Let's get back to Jordan Reed. <laughs> anyway, Jordan Reed, I, I I think like I was saying. It's a great contract for both parties. Yeah, I agree. He's um he, he gets his chance again. If he can stay healthy, he could be a he could be a fantasy relevant um tight end in some tight end premium leagues. I'm oh, absolutely. not I'm not taking him in your standard redraft league, but yeah. in in some place like the um, like the Warrior uh, Bowl. You know what? Maybe I'll take him as a late round flyer. I might be able to talk you into taking him. You're going to have to do some hard convincing there because Jordan Reed has not played a whole lot of football over the last couple of seasons. But he, he, he is talented. But, but he was good. He was yeah, a he was solid good tight in end. like 2017. Yeah. The only Listen, season Matt, he played, we, like we still have people we still have games. people chasing the 2013 Josh Gordon. Why oh. can't I chase the 2017 Jordan Reed? You shouldn't chase either of them. I'm <laughs> <laughs> It is funny. I I do have Josh Gordon in our dynasty league. Um, he is there solely for trading someone who is chasing the 2013 Josh Gordon. Yeah, that's the only reason I have him on my roster. <laughs> it's um, yeah. If he doesn't relapse and go to rehab again, and well, you know what? Smoke another ten pounds of weed. He's before. allowed to. Oh yeah, I mean, if he plays in Denver, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a number of uh, states who have done. It. I, th- I think Seattle. Yeah, I, know, I think I Seattle is illegalized it yeah, as well. Yeah, you know what? Hey, he can come play for Canada's uh, NFL team. Yeah, he's, he's gonna come play for the Toronto Argonauts. <laughs> Toronto <laughs> in the CFL <laughs> starting this year. Uh, the uh... watch out, Josh Gordon, 2020 Toronto Argonauts. The the winner of the We're CFL will be promoted to the NFL, and the and the loser of uh, the last place team in the NFL will be demoted to the CFL. Can you imagine if that actually happens? <laughs> they would still destroy any of the CFL teams. Yeah. It is sad. Football we have here in Canada is sad. It's not the best. You get some players who end up making it to the NFL, like Cameron Wake was, but by then, far and away, like can, one of our best. Uh, Johnny Manziel. Played in the CFL. Yeah, it was gross. <laughs> he, he wasn't good in the CFL either. Like, oh, you thought he was great in the NFL? You should have seen him in the CFL. Oh, man. That's uh, sad times. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to our last bit of news, we had Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And in one of the best deals you will see. Hey, whoa. I don't know if it's the best deal. I, I don't know if you. No one cares about your fantasy. McChicken and your hey, freaking hey, McDouble. T- you know what? The results speak differently to that because I had posted a poll on Twitter as to who got the better deal between Dwayne The Rock Johnson and I. So Dwayne The Rock Johnson ended up purchasing friggin' Columbus Court again. Purchasing the XFL, the Extreme Football League, from Vince Vince McMahon, uh, owner of the WWE, for $15 million. What a bargain. Uh, I think that was it at the beginning of this year or the beginning of last year is valued at close to a billion dollars it wasn't quite that high it, well, was, in, it he, was in the hundreds sorry. of million i think that vince mcmahon <laughs> has spent like a billion dollars to there make this <laughs> league possible however the rock and a uh, his partners ended up purchasing it for 15 million uh, not sure what they're going to do with it yet. It's probably going to be on an episode of Ballers, so look out for that episode. <laughs> you think maybe Kevin Hart was involved in one of these partners? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> he's going to do a movie with <laughs> Kevin Hart about uh, he's going to revamp, uh, what's that, uh, The Longest Yard. <laughs> he's going to revamp The Longest Yard for the XFL. Um, anyways, but anyways, I had posted a, a poll on Twitter as to who got the better deal, The Rock buying the uh, XFL for $15 million or myself buying from the McDonald's value meal a McDouble and a Junior Chicken for $6.19 Canadian, which works out to about $4.61 American. And I got to say, you people on Twitter let me down. It ended up being a dead draw between me and The Rock. A 50-50 split. It was 50-50, and I thought... 116 people voted, and it ended up being a 50-50 split. Matt, so I, I thought, don't know who I got, thought you got ripped off having to pay more than $5 well, for a junior you, you chicken know what? and McDouble. They have had to 
raised their prices due to COVID. And, of course, Canada. We pay more for everything here. Oh, yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> Great. So, but anyways, uh, yeah, The Rock bought the, the XFL. Uh, looking forward to seeing what he does with it and whether it uh, actually ends up making a comeback. Oh, man, Columbus just about scored again. Oh, I'm on the edge of my seat. It's 3-2 Toronto right now, 11 minutes left in the third. Let's go Leafs, please. Um, Poor guy. Yeah. Still thinks the Leafs are okay. Hey, they're doing better than Penguins. <laughs> Yeah, in the in the off season, yeah, is okay. at least a one one tie, and that's a, down two one to Montreal. That's uh, let let and it's postseason, not off season, dude. Get, get it right. Did I say off season? You definitely said off season. Figure it out, man. Uh, all right, we'll we'll be okay. Anyways, uh, that's gonna end our show. We were going to do some quarterback rankings, but I think that we we'll seem end up... to be quite low on time here. Yes, uh, we are very low on time. We're gonna wrap it all up now. For for you listeners out there. If if you have any questions or uh, suggestions or any other um, items that you want us to be talking about a little bit more, or maybe some items that you want us to talk about a little bit less, send us a uh, send us a message on Facebook, tweet tweet us uh, on Twitter at the FFDGens. FFD uh, you can find us at FFDGens on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yep. Send us a follow, give us a like. Um, we're we're pretty. Um, we're pretty uh, communicative with, uh, with yeah. We with get our, back to our listeners yeah. pretty uh, in, in in a good amount of time. Yeah, I, I mean, hey, a couple days, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, even less than that. Uh, no, couple, hey, we, we love to inter- we love to interact with everyone. So absolutely, and we we love that uh, you guys are enjoying the podcast so far, and uh, that you are listening. We hope that uh, on whatever platform you're listening on, that you like, subscribe, and if you really like us. Share it with your friends, even though some of the uh, fantasy secrets that uh, we divulge on this podcast, you may not want to share. No, with we, them, we, do, we do understand that uh, we're not being shared because you don't want uh, your, your, your league mates to be hearing our secrets here about some players. So I, I, told, I totally understand. You know what? Um, we're giving you some, some top secret information here. Clearly. And that's why... Um, but you should share us. Yeah. Because... Uh, we 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 do want to help everyone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do know that some of some of our league mates, Matt, they've been uh, they've been listening. They, they've um, been chirping too. They've been they've been chirping. They they they're like, oh, you're looking to target so and so. Like, oh, okay, idiot. Good. <laughs> no, or they say, oh, good to know. And uh, I, you know what? I've been in a couple oh. of mocks I've done with some of our league mates. I've been sniped once or twice. Oh yeah, they're they're definitely gonna snipe yeah, us. This year, they've man. been sniping us, so it, it, that's okay. It hurts a little that, bit. That's why we're uh, we're doing this podcast because. We're the best of the best, and we've beat them for so long that they they need an advantage like this. No, don't stop that. No, come on. Columbus just scored to tie the game. That's great. Mother truckers. That's funny. Anyways, like, subscribe, share, leave a review. Love us. Send us a message. Let us know what you want us to talk about. And uh, most of all, stay frosty. See you later.